Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season six of Better Let Me Tell You. Samurai Jack. Oh, Samurai Jack. Got to get back back to the past Samurai Jack. I need to revisit that. You know that I'm not into none of that at all. But Because Samurai Jack is is Samurai <laughs> Jack technically anime? Uh, it's anime influenced because it was it's made in it's a US property. Mm-hmm. So it's not anime mm-hmm. necessarily. Because you know I'm I'm not about that life. <laughs> that samurai anime life? Well, you know. The anime life. That's true. That's I'm not true. about that life. I mean, if you are, great. But I'm not about that anime, anime life. But Samurai Jack, I really got into. It was really cool. It was really cool. But then again, it was created by Jendi Tartakovsky, who also did Dexter's Laboratory. I have no idea what that is. You've never seen Dexter's Laboratory? I have, but I don't know who Jender Tartakovsky mm-hmm. is. Oh, no. I think that's something you get uh, <laughs> if you have too much turkey. Okay, anyway. Well, everybody, <laughs> welcome to episode... I literally just told 279. you. 279. Yes. 279, <laughs> but let me tell you. He like looked at me like, wait, like I didn't just the say The holidays it. are officially here. They're upon us. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Y ya todo el mundo está, you're bloated because of post-Thanksgiving. <laughs> La cosa está buena. So, um, yeah. So, how how's everybody's Thanksgiving? Well, apparently they're all bloated according to you. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Okay, okay. So, so a bunch so, of bloated listeners. So you had my Thanksgiving dinner. I did. Uh, d- the day after or two days after. How yep. was it? So it was fantastic. Um, so as I, as I may have mentioned, you know, this year I, I didn't have a Thanksgiving dinner, um, a proper Thanksgiving dinner because my parents and my sister are out of town. So Jose and I, we went with his friends to Rusty Pelican. It was lovely. The food was great. Obviously, it's Rusty Pelican. It's not going to be yeah. bad food. Um, and again, to Jose's credit, I love him. He got me like a little Thanksgiving meal lunch. So mm-hmm. it was like a little turkey loaf with some mm-hmm. mashed potato and some green beans. So it was very, mm-hmm. and a little piece of pumpkin pie. Very thoughtful. Very, very thoughtful. Because he knows that for me, Thanksgiving, like I, I have to have Thanksgiving food. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then after we finished, you know, building the pergola mm-hmm. on Saturday, you yes, because even when we're not together doing things for Bing Bamboyo and the podcast, we're, we build pergolas <laughs> we build together pergolas. This is, as one does. But go ahead. Again, we can only do things that start with a P. Yes. Um, oh. <laughs> podcast, but let me tell you, yeah, Bing Bamboyo pergolas. Yeah. Um, so you prepared for me. It was really delicious. It was a little cranberry, mm-hmm. some uh, turkey slices with gravy, mm-hmm. your stuffing, which was very good. Okay. I have to was tell phenomenal. you, my stuffing is pretty amazing. Yes. No, your stuffing was phenomenal. And all three of those were very, very good. They were very delicious. But I know that our listeners really just want me to talk about the other thing that was on my plate. Based on how many views your mother's video has gotten. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the sweet potato. No, the sorry, the boniato casserole. The boniato. boniato. The vianda. The, we're calling it <laughs> la vianda casserole. The boniato invento. So, as many of you know from a video that I posted last week of my mom making, um, sweet, you know, she was making the sweet potato traditional casserole. casserole. She sent my dad. <laughs> To um, get the sweet potato, my dad cogió a random vianda, as one does, as an old Cuban man does. Wait, so we still don't know if it was... It, it wasn't sweet potato, for sure, but we don't know if it was boniato or... or I don't know what it was. Yo creo que era una calabaza. Because it was white. It was white. But boniato's white. It was una malanga. It was, yo creo que era una malanga. Do you think it was malanga? It was a sort of... Era una vianda. It was pale. Yes, it, it was, was pale, vianda. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what it was, but... Um, as many of you saw, <laughs> almost a hundred thousand of you saw on our Instagram. <laughs> Thank you for the views, by the way. Um, you know, my, my dad was off to a bad start because first of all, he went to Presidente Supermarket. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I don't even know they they have sweet potato at Presidente yeah. Supermarket. I don't even have marshmallows. So then he brings it back. He's like, I don't know. And then my mom, of course, was like, I don't know, like. <laughs> And, and and the thing the thing about it, I've told you this. Remember, I told you all about this. Even yep. like two weeks before Thanksgiving, my mom does the same recipe every single year, and it's a basic sweet potato recipe. You show me a video. She prints it out. She, she has prints it, it out. Print it she has a recipe. Yeah. It comes out terrible. She's not good at it, but it's it's enough. She does it enough that. I get the sweet potato-ness of it all, casserole. So I'm fine with it. You can taste the intention. And every year she does it. And every year I have to remind her to do it because it's like new information. Because it's like, mamá, ame lo de sweet potato. Ay, verdad, que a ti te gusta eso. This is every year. So kind of like when when it's like, a ti te gusta que de Publix. Yes. Okay. It's like brand new information. So this year um, on Thanksgiving Day, I'm like, mom. Where is the sweet potato? Because at least she would have had the sweet potato there. Right, the ingredients, yeah. And she's like, Ay, que me parta un rayo. Que me parta un rayo. Se me olvidó hacer sweet potato. And she's like, Y eso es lo único que tú me pides a mí. And I'm like, I know. And I was like totally victimizing myself. I'm like, I know. Es lo único que yo te pido. Yo hago toda la comida de Thanksgiving. That's true. Lo único que yo te pido es que por favor me... Whatever. And she sent my dad out. And the only thing open was Presidente. And, so you know, that's what happened. That led to content. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna quote. It tasted like Rayo. I'm gonna quote one of the most honest people in pop culture, Judy Geller. Mm-hmm. It was not good. It was not good. So here's the here's the, the deal. here's the thing. It was not good because it was trying to be something else. And it was it, wasn't it, that it was thing. not good. It, it was not good because the main ingredient in sweet potato is, casserole was is not sweet there. potato. It was not so there. So when you have a random 
Bialanga or Bianda, you know, topped with brown sugar, cream, (laughs) and butter and pecans, it's not going to be sweet potato casserole. Right. So for those of you who are curious on how it came out, it came out like rayo. It was terrible. Uh, I'm going to augment that. Rayo encendido. Yes. Um, Yes. But, but... It made for great stories. There we go. And here we are. And here we are. We're and talking we about are. it. On, now it's two pieces of content. Yeah. Here we are. So, but no, but but your but your food by by food comparison was, was, was great. It's funny because I um. So this is our second Thanksgiving without my grandmother. My grandmother always did the turkey. Always, the last like two years I did the turkey. Um, not because she couldn't, but like I was kind of like I really want to make the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> like because I'm trying to I'm, I'm, I'm I don't want the turkey anymore to have mojo and ajo everywhere. You didn't um, want the turkey to taste like lechon. Yeah. So and that's how it always was. Um so I do the cooking the upside down method cooking which right. is amazing. Um and um so I you know I cooked a lot of things and we we did it at my brother's house. I get very very stressful in the 15 minutes that I have to take out the turkey. When I take out the turkey mm-hmm. from the oven, you have to let it rest for about 15 minutes. Those 15 minutes are probably among the most stressful 15 Why? minutes of my life. Oh my God, you ask. You ask like you don't know. Because in those 15 minutes, I have to take the oven, the the um, turkey out of the oven. I have to put all the sides back in the oven so they could heat up again. Oh, and right, yeah. and in those fifteen minutes, I have to make the gravy from scratch and carve the turkey. That's a lot. That is a lot because I make the gravy. Because the gravy, I have to make it from the pan drippings, right? And right, I right. can't get the pan drippings until I take out the turkey. So I have to deglaze the pan. I have to then take it out, let for the let it separate the oil from you know the right, good right. stuff, the fond. <laughs> then I have to pour it back in, do the roux, then. It, it, it is so... I'm, like, drenched in sweat. Like, why don't you just let somebody help you even at least just put the stuff back in the oven while you're doing well, everything else? the hard part is that. It's making the... I have 15 minutes to make the, the, the as I said, the gravy from scratch and then carve the turkey. And then before I carve the turkey, I tell everybody, come and take your pictures. Come and take your pictures. Oh, because you, you, you don't carve it, like, at the table. You carve it in the kitchen and then take well, it out. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm asking. I don't, I've yeah. never done a thing. I've never done a gorgeous Thanksgiving. Carving a Thanksgiving turkey at a table, that's shit you see on TV. Because carving a turkey, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're like, oh, here's a piece of breast. Oh, let's sit down. No, you gotta carve the thing because you gotta, you know, you have to debone the 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 leg and thigh and you mm-hmm. have to take out the joint. Then you have to, you know, have to do it twice. You have to take off the, the wing, then you have to take off the breast, and I take off the breast each side whole, and then I slice the breast. Okay. That's why you got perfect slices. Yes. And then I have to slice in an angle where I don't take the skin off the bread. Like, it's a whole thing. It's, it's an whole, OCD Thanksgiving. It, well, no, because I want my per, I want, I want my turkey to be picture perfect. Yeah, that's a really, that, when I, that's a nice way of saying OCD holiday. Have to, you know, I have to, I always tell people like, when you pour the gravy from the gravy boat, make sure it goes across the slices. Like, never mind. Do not tell people how to eat their food. Uh, I know, I know the people that I live with. That I, I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna slop just with a spoon the gravy on top of the turkey. And I'm like, no, that's why you have a tur- a gravy boat for for you to pour. Okay, in their defense, Cubans don't have that gravy boat passed down thing that Americans do. So you know they don't know. 
They've been here 40 years. There's the blind spots, as you, you yourself say. Oh, anyway. Gravy boat is a blind spot. So how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Did you have a good time? Did you eat yeah. lechon? <laughs> You're wearing our lechon life I t-shirt. I am wearing our lechon life t-shirt, which we have available for sale, uh, yes. either direct or through Public. So just DM us. Yes. Um, we'll talk more about the direct yeah, yeah, in yeah. a later we'll, post. And we'll post something. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, the holidays are here. The holidays Did you already are, put up your Christmas tree? I already put up my Christmas tree. I've already wrapped some gifts. I've already decorated the what the, the hell is wrong with you? You already wrapped gifts. Okay, I am not a procrastinator. Okay, it's not I December also, yet. I also have a one bedroom apartment. Okay, but get a wrapped gift, get wrapped gift. It's not even December yet. Well, no, it's fake Friday. It's December. It's 1st. December first. That's officially right now. I don't have anywhere to put stuff, so you know what? I wrap it. I put it under the tree. Okay. Did you already light all the candles on the menorah? I mean, are I you? Did. I did. I celebrated all at once. I, I you know I spin, spin the dreidel and and have a go. You know that next actually, week is Kwanzaa. That's actually, I have to say that growing up, that's one of the things that at the time you don't realize it, but I'm really happy about it because my third grade teacher was Jewish mm. and um, she, we celebrated Hanukkah in her classroom in oh, addition cool. to Christmas, but we did the whole eight days of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. We played a spin the dreidel. Okay. We got gelt. Um, oh, cool. The most we did was uh, we learned the dreidel song because our music teacher was Jewish. We learned the dreidel song, yeah. too. Um, we had latkes, Ooh, which yeah. are amazing. They are so good. Amazing. Um, and I'm really happy about that because I got exposed to that at a very young age. So, it, you know, it was a completely different world for me, a completely yeah. different yeah. culture. So it was really neat that I, I got, you know, because I was exposed to that at such a young age, those were things that were never foreign to me. Right, right, right. So right, I wasn't right, like, right. you know, like what in is, high school, what, what, I'm like, what's a lot What's a menorah, yeah. What's a, you know, what, what? Yeah. Like, what is that thing you spit? It was very familiar with me, for me. And then I had another teacher in um, my, in, actually my fourth grade teacher also was Jewish, but she didn't, we didn't celebrate it as much in her class, mm-hmm. but we also, but there's exposure. It, I was exposed to it at a very young age and I'm, I'm very happy that I did. Um I haven't put up the Christmas tree yet, but but you're doing it like in Estonia. I am, but I got a real tree. I'm not getting a fake tree. I got a real tree, and um, that's the whole pomp and circumstances and show and Avahagahai. Tojito cuando va a estar the real trees este año. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm just telling you because I don't know. The other day I was at real trees have been like. I, you could buy a car with like what a, a real tree. Okay, the other day I saw a six foot tree at the um, Sunshine Market, a hundred and ten dollars for a six foot tree. For a six foot tree. Oh my god! A hundred and ten. No, and you know what they tell you the six foot trees because I'm six feet tall. Right, that's not a six foot tree. Yeah, it, that's like a four foot tree with like a two foot right. you know needle in the middle. Right, god, or, or un tramo de trunk at the bottom. Un tramo de trunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next shirt, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Tramo de trunk. Okay, so let me ask you something. All right. This is not a topic, but... Okay. Well, here it is on, now. Here on our desk, we see a dime. We have okay. a dime, okay. listeners. Un dime. Till this day, I still... What do you think of when you think of a dime? I think of one thing and one thing only. When I think of a uh, dime... Uncle Scrooge. Yes. Uncle Scrooge. When yes. I think of a dime, I think of one thing and one thing only. Lucky and dime. that's... Uncle Scrooge, lucky, lucky dime from Ducktales. My lucky dime. See, I don't think of anything else. It took like, me a minute. It took me a minute, but I haven't thought of it in a I while. I don't think of it as U.S. currency. I don't think of it as one tenth of a dollar. I think of the dime for Scrooge, like it should be in a vault. 
Well, it was in no, a no, vault. No, 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 but, but right, when you oh, see yeah, it, when you yeah. see it, it should be in a vault. It's yeah. Lucky Dime. And then yeah. I always think, like, is this my Lucky Dime that I'm getting rid of? Maybe this is it. You know, we never get a close-up of his Lucky Dime. I'm wondering, like, obviously it's got to be a duck. Or is it another animal? Because there are multiple animals in the DuckTales universe. Yes. But it's not... <laughs> it's not FDR. It's not. No. No, wait. Who's on the dime? You know, I'm really bad at currency, like, presidents. I can't I, know everything. I'm bad at it with um, with coins because they're little. <coughs> it's funny because the other day, Tristan found a quarter. He was one random quarter. He's like, "Oh, this quarter is from like Nebraska. When did they do quarters of Nebraska?" I'm like, "Oh, it was a whole millennium thing. Oh, People yeah. bought maps. There was maps. My grandfather had them. You, you, did you inherit it? Um, I, I probably think we probably kept the quarters and threw away the map. How can you throw away the map, Darian? La cantidad de mierda que tenía mi abuelo. How can you throw away the map? Darian? How can you throw away the map? La cantidad de mierda. Actually, you know what? That, I, that is probably even something that didn't even make it to the second house. That probably was when they moved. Because my, my parents and my uncle and his wife just packed I everything don't care. up. I don't care. My Disney cups from Burger King from 1994 <clears throat> are safely stored. And you know where they are? You know where all my cups, my collectible cups are? I'm assuming there's an attic involved. No, there's not an attic involved. Even better. Because attics are hot. My parents' house doesn't have an attic. Oh, okay. I thought it did. That- okay, listeners. Like, you know, the in the 90s especially, like Burger King and McDonald's had all these glass collections. Yep. like Collector cups. I collected the 1994 Burger King cups of the Disney movies. Those are the ones that were like the VHSs. I don't know if they were for VHS, but they were of they were Snow White, The Little Mermaid, uh, The Jungle Book. Uh, um, the Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. It was all, the, all of them. All yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they came in the box and all that. Mm-hmm. So I have those. I have the Millennium Collection from McDonald's. I have, McDonald's had two sets of glasses for like the, the Millennium. The Millennium Collection is the one that was glass. It, they, they were both glass. But they had the round ones that had like the Epcot 2000 Yes, thing. that's what I'm thinking And of. then they had the ones that were squarish. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I have all that stuff put away. You know the cabinets on top of the fridge that are never opened? They're there. The little ones, they're there. Because those aren't touched. That's true. Nobody ever Nobody opens them. that cabinet. My mom doesn't even know they're there. Like, she forgets they're there. And I'm like, nobody's touching this shit. Like, no, we still have those. We still have those in my parents' house. I'll never forget. Tucked away. I'll never forget that when I was up in, in Michigan, a Hurricane Wilma came down here. And Wilma, if I recall... Um, it wasn't like an Andrew, but it did cause some damage. And I remember my parents were like, no, porque eh, el techo, you know, it, when they say que el techo se fue, it means that some of the pieces tiles. of the tiles went yeah. away. Y hay un poco de liqueo en la cocina. I'm like, y a donde está el liqueo? <laughs> like, I'm like, is it anywhere near the cabinets on top of the I fridge? I love that your parents are probably like, why is he so concerned about where I'm in the like, kitchen the leak yeah, is? Yeah, dude, and my, my glasses are on the original box. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this stuff, but eh, you'll you know what? Someday you'll put it on display. Maybe you'll See, donate it to Smithsonian. I would give it to a collector, but I wouldn't give it to somebody who would sell it. So you would give it to somebody who would have it just like as a display a, as a display. Okay. So I could say from the personal collection of Darian Borges. We'll give it to the Smithsonian. I think you don't know what they have. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe maybe they're waiting for it. <laughs> so I wanted to touch on something okay. that it's now going to be the fourth week that we talk about Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. Okay. It's Hall and Oates corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fourth week that we talk about Hall and Oates. But but la cosa está buena, people. I think we should make it five. <laughs> la cosa está buena. It just keeps getting better. So 
as you all know, all of you know this because all of you have texted <laughs> yeah, us. During the Thanksgiving break, I can't <laughs> tell you how many DMs we got on Pero Let Me Tell You and I got in my personal Instagram because oh, some of you are kind enough to follow me in my personal Instagram, DJ Borges 19 on Instagram, um, about Hall and Oates that Hall is suing Oates. Yep. So, oye, la cosa está heavy. Oh, yeah, no, 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 Did no, you no. read the article? I didn't read the latest. Okay, so... Hall is suing Oates because apparently what happened is that Oates wanted to sell his half of the catalog of yes. the catalog and of the music rights mm-hmm. and of the trademarks for Hall and Oates. And, you know, Hall was like, we can't go for that. No, no. Um, and uh, I can't go for that. No, no. And <laughs> We're funny. What I want, you got. And, yeah. you're, and you're not letting it go. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Oates was like, man, times are changing. You're out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife just wants to be a rich girl. <laughs> Instead of being a man eater. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. And you know what? Oates goes back to him and he's like, you know, it's the method of modern love. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, back to so, the nonsense. So, no, but Hall found out about this because he, he, I think he hired some private eyes. <laughs> anyway. So the point is that they're suing their pants off of each other yep. and which is a shame because they've been together for like 50 literally 50 yeah, years it's crazy they've been friends for 50 years please don't sue me i was just gonna say like <laughs> I, I you know what you can have the recipes it's okay like <laughs> they're, I'm boyo recipes. they're yours um so yeah so listeners i'm really happy that all of you are as invested in the hall and oats trajectory as yeah. we are um you know so i mean you guys were sending us stuff like concerned, you know, like concerned like, like we had a stake in it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. Did you yeah. guys hear about this? <laughs> so this is week four. We're talking about Hall and Oates. So who knows? Maybe there'll be more legal proceedings uh, in the next week. So we'll go for week five. Yeah. Listen, well, as long as Maybe there's they'll settle out of court by next week. And you yeah. Know, and, and then we can report on that. And we can report. Yeah. On yeah, that, yeah. So maybe yeah. that's what we should do for uh, for next season's, you know, preview. We should just recreate a Hall and Oates uh, music video. <laughs> They're all really bad. That's the beauty of it. So I would totally be Oats. Anyway. Yeah, because I'm not gonna be Oats. Yeah, I'll be Oats. I'll be Daryl. I'll be I'll be John Oates. <laughs> <laughs> you just pictured me with a perm, didn't you? I had a mustache. Yeah. So anyway. So there is something now that you know a real topic of yes, conversation. Yes. Now that we've handled the real so, stuff. So yeah. there's something that I read this week mm-hmm. that I thought was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was actually an article on um, on NBC.com. Yep. And the the article was about Gen Zers, okay, that they're nostalgic for the era of clubbing that they didn't exist, that they, they, mm-hmm. they didn't experience. Because Gen Zers... You know, most of them were born in the late 90s, early right. 2000s. So they grew up with songs. <laughs> this is really funny, but this is actually in the headline. They grew up with songs about getting crunked in the club. Oh, <laughs> they all want to be Marco Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Marco Rubio's from before. Oh, okay, okay, you know, okay, no, no. okay. No, because Gen Tears were born. <clears throat> that's right. Gen Tears right, were right. born when Marco Rubio was in the phone parties at, at Cream. Right, right, right. That's right, right. They were born. So they right. were Gen Tears, I think, is 1995 through like. 2010 something like that that they were born so a lot of them that were born in the late 90s early 2000s already you know yeah, legal adults yeah. that they could go clubbing so anyway the article was talking about how gen zers with all this music that they grew up on in again the late 90s and 
early 2000s that was very like pitbull like clubbing yeah yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in the club we're gonna get crunked in the club everybody had a remix yeah right we're gonna go to the club and get crunk with britney, britney. oh yeah <laughs> the yin yang twins <laughs> anyway um <sighs> so they are not experiencing that because apparently clubbing for 20 some year olds is very different it is than what we experienced <laughs> yeah. right um and Apparently now clubbing is like smaller spaces and you're talking about a generation that doesn't communicate in person like we do. Right. Because they come from an era where they, they could be all crunked in the club on their phones. Yeah, at home. And the article talks about, again, that um, some people are so wrapped up in recording the moment and posting it on social yes. media that they're not living in the moment. I say that all the time. Right, but but this is an actual article like yeah. stating all of this, and they interviewed a bunch of people that are of that age group, and they're saying that. So I just thought it was very interesting because again, it's one of those things that we talk about. But you know how sometimes you talk about things, but you think that maybe you or your people are the only ones that think that. Mm-hmm. But when you see it in a major news publication, right, right, right. It, it brings some validity to it. So I thought it was a very interesting angle that again, these kids grew up. With this music about going to the club and partying and living your best mm-hmm. life and all that. And that's not so much what their experience yeah. has been. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, like the the era the era of the mega clubs, like, you know, your mansions and your levels and, um, you know, dance. I mean, I'm, dance is much older. But those mega clubs, it really did start to die out about like the mid 2000s, give or take. The mid aughts, as they say. Um, so yeah, this is something that doesn't exist in that same way anymore. Uh, what you see a lot of now is like bars that will have like a dance floor or, you know, an event space where there will be you know some what type I of event and, and there'll be music. But what I think is incredible here in Miami, that space is still open. That's about it. But again, spa- but think about space as an after hours club, mm-hmm. right? So it's not even like you have to wait until like four in the morning for it to open up. It's not even like, oh, let's just go out dancing. But the fact that it's still around. Like a, fair enough, but also, but that's an anomaly because we're also, we're, we're a party city, you know, so there's, that's always going to kind of be around. Right, but there's a lot of big clubs that have come and gone. Oh no, for sure, yeah. Like I just said, Level, Mansion, I, I think there was Do you remember months. Baja Beach Club? Baja Beach Club, Ete. Glam Slam. Glam Slam, that's what I'm saying. Bar 609. Warsaw. 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 Amnesia. Amnesia. Um, I mean, Dalia shot a whole video there. That's true. I mean, what more do we need? That's why they shut down. They're like, we've topped it. There's nothing up after this. Um, but yeah, all those, you know, the mega clubs. And and then like you were saying, the other thing is, I mean, I've gone out. Even now when I go out like, you know, on occasion to go dancing or at a bar or whatever, you see all these kids in their 20s. And it's what you said. They are amongst other people mm-hmm. on their phones. Mm-hmm. And then you hear them lament about like, oh, I can't meet anybody. And it's like, well, if you just like lifted your head up just a little, just a mm-hmm. smidge, just a smidge, and looked at someone else in the eye and struck up a conversation, mm-hmm. you'd meet someone. But it's that thing of like, I've literally seen people at like gay clubs. They're all, everyone is there. And you literally see these guys like on the hookup apps. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're, they're literally 10 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. The app tells you it's 10 feet away from you. Just go over there and, <laughs> and say, hey, you're cute or whatever. It, it, it's this inability, like you said, to connect in IRL in real life. You know, <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I I understand what they miss, but then I feel like they also kind of almost need like a tutor to teach them how to how to how to do it in in in, in real I mean, life. Look, it's one of those things that like I know things change. You either no things change obviously, and look, we're guilty of that too because I go out and I'm documenting it, but I'm very aware of it, right? Um, and I. 
I record a lot, but I don't post it because I I have this whole rule that I don't post things. You don't where, you don't record to post. You record to to remember. I do, and right. then I post it. But I also don't post when I'm at some place. So if I'm out somewhere now, I'm right. not gonna post where I'm at. You'll when post it I'm like there. two days later, right? Or just an hour right, later. Right. Once I'm not there, right? Once I leave, I'll post it. Yeah. And uh, usually, that I mean, I guess the exception would be like obviously, you know, with the podcast and with Beamon Boyo, right? Right. No, no, no. But in my personal, in your personal, life, personal, I, yeah, I don't yeah. do that because like I don't. It's like I feel weird with people also, knowing where I'm at. Why you do know? you need to know where I'm at? Right, especially in this Instagram world that you know most of the people that follow me, I don't know who they are. Yeah, you don't need to know where I'm at, right? So it's like you don't need to know where no. I'm at, but um. <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's it, it's people are always on their phones, and again, I'm guilty of that, you know. Um, but I'm very conscious of it, and I I, I I very purposely try to have a balance because I've just always been the type of person that likes to document everything. Well, you before phones, you just have a camera. I always had you a, always a, had a camera. I always so had a pocket it, camera it, with it, me. It's different. <laughs> and before the little yeah. pocket cameras were in i had the big clunky camera that i Hell, would take everywhere you would even take a disposable camera if that's all i you could would get your hands i on. would that's yeah. why yeah. our lives have been documented <laughs> for the last like 30 years you know um to the degree they I, have i will say it's annoying when it's happening but now you get to look back on wonderful memories yeah so um yeah i i, I think they really I, it's just generational i guess and it, it is what it is but my only thing about that is like don't be nostalgic about it in a negative way. Like, oh, we're, we don't get to experience that. Well, but you're you have to start with you. Like, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you it's it's quote unquote easy enough. Like, you just put your phone in your pocket, and now you're halfway there. Change starts with you. It does. Like you're the a, man like, in the mirror. Like a dime. <laughs> like a dime. <laughs> like a dime. <laughs> I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Yes, and I'm asking him to change his ways. Yeah. Caballero, the holidays are already here and us Latinos like to wait until the last minute to find the perfect holiday gift. But why not get the perfect gift early? Claro, I'm talking about the perfect jean. I've been gushing about the perfect jean for years. The stretch and comfort are unmatched. And they just released a new premium 99% cotton version of their jeans. They got that old school jeans look con un poquito de stretch for that perfect jean comfort we love. Think classic meets comfort that's a bit more breathable our favorite combo but it's not just their jeans that are perfect i'm also a tremendo fan of their perfect tees made with 95 percent cotton and 5 percent spandex these tees are durable but more importantly hug you in the right places to make you look and feel great hell it turns a dad bod like mine into a sexy boppy bod <laughs> and it wouldn't be a perfect jean spot without a discount use code Biddle 20 for 20% off your first order at theperfectgene.nyc. Así que don't wait until the last minute. Get the perfect gift with the perfect gene today. And don't forget to use code Biddle 20 for 20% off your first order. So I wanted to say something else. Um, this, is, this is a fun little thing. Okay. So I posted this week on our Instagram uh a meme or a reel that went viral from only in Dade about Miami versus Fort Lauderdale. And <clears throat> I kind of wanted to touch upon that in the podcast. We've talked about this before on the show. Yes. Yeah, isn't new. <clears throat> this isn't new, but th- I posted it this week on our, on Pedro's podcast mm-hmm. and it, it did really well. And you know, yeah, people yeah. liked it and shared it and all that. Um, so here's the thing I want to <laughs> say. I, I feel there's a butt coming. No, no. So. Okay. Here's what I want to say about the whole Miami-Fort Lauderdale thing. 
which I don't understand. And it's not that I'm hating on Fort Lauderdale because I I go to Fort Lauderdale. I like Fort Lauderdale. Same. But I will never understand the people that come to South Florida and they visit Fort Lauderdale and they don't visit Miami. People. That is like saying you're going to New York City, right? And you only visit Staten Island and you don't go to Manhattan. It's like you didn't go to New York City, man. You didn't go to New York City, bro. You didn't. So don't come to South Florida and just go to Fort Lauderdale and not go to Miami. It's like it's not a good look, bro. It really is not. (laughs) It's not. Because like we're 25 miles away. And say what you will about Miami, but we're a world-class cosmopolitan international city. With late night after hours clubs. Fort Lauderdale (laughs) is not. So coming here. And going to Fort Lauderdale and not coming to Miami, not a good look, bro. That's all I want to say about that. So That was it. All right. That, that was your PSA. That was my PSA. That was your PSA. <laughs> and I will never understand you people that come to Fort Lauderdale and just don't go to Miami. Even if you're going to spend most of your time in Fort Lauderdale, right? Miami is 25 miles. Yeah. It's, you're already, and it's, you're, a, it's you're a one-way here. shot. I-95 South. That's true. You don't that, even, it, it's not even like difficult. No. That's all I have to say about that. Have a great day, everyone. All right. Thank you for coming to his TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, again, it, like I, that's a great comparison where you're like, yeah, you went to Staten Island. And do you want? Do you want? Do you want me to tell you what I really think? Uh, you know what? I, I don't it's our I, podcast. I don't. Do you know what I really think? I, I don't. I don't think you have to ask. Just do you go. know what I really think? People don't come to Fort Lauderdale because they don't want to deal with the bad bunny of it all. I do. The bad bunny of it all. They don't want to deal with the Latinness of it all. Really, I do, I do. Well, you know what? You've you've almost teed me up perfectly for for the topic I was going to bring. They up. They don't. I don't think they want to deal. You know, they're up there in Fort Lauderdale with all their Anglo-American friends. You know, I think they'd want to deal with the, you know the Latinness, the, the Latin loudness, craziness, yeah. the craziness. Everybody speaks Spanish. You know all that. Bu- you know the bullshit that we love so much about Miami that, that makes we us bitch us, about. But yes, but 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 you, we bitch about it. But you talk about it, I will I'll cut catch you. you. <laughs> like yeah. It's like family. I can hate all of them. If you yes. say something, I will fucking kill you. But that is, that's what it is. I will be the first one to like freaking like tear Miami to shreds. But if you are not from Miami-Dade County. You don't get that. And you, don't get you to do start that. talking about Miami, oh, things are going to get rough yeah. really quick yeah. for you. Like, it's not going to go well for it's you. It's going to go south, <laughs> and, pun intended. And this includes Broward County, which is our sister county. Yes. Like, you don't get to talk about us, Broward. We normally love you, but... <laughs> You but, can keep your intercoastal. But don't make us throw elbows. Uh, I know people are like, oh, because Broward has the intercoastal. I'm like, so what? We have South Beach and yeah, like, I mean, the Atlantic Ocean. Like We're not landlocked. Like, by uh, Kansas. <laughs> we have the intercoastal. Which is the intercoastal's lovely. nice. It's very know? nice. And, mm-hmm. and I like that stretch of Hollywood Beach and all that. That's very pretty. Mira, Hollywood Beach... Is nice. It is. It's nice. I like the whole boardwalk and the. It is. It's very um, Santa Monica. Miami Beach is nicer. The beach. I'm not even talking about the vibe, the buildings. The beach is nicer because Miami Deep Beach is an island. It's an archipelago. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it has crystal blue turquoise waters. Right. And and um, Hollywood Beach, Fort Lauderdale doesn't. Right, because it's it's. It's the coast. Yeah, right. that's that's why our beach is better. So whatever, bro. You stay with your little Fort Lauderdale cosita. All right. Well, <laughs> you, the nine five four of it all. We're not going to get that Fort Lauderdale Greater Tourism Board sponsorship. But do we want soon. to? Listen, I'll take anybody's money. I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Listen. Can you imagine? Wait, wait, wait. Can you imagine our content? Like, hi, welcome to Fort Lauderdale. 
Pero let me tell you, wants to welcome you to Fort Lauderdale. Listen, if they knock on our door tomorrow and offer us money, pa dinero baila mono, okay? And I will dance depending on how many how how much the well, the paycheck is I for. I did take three theater classes at FIU, so there you go. I'm sure I could pretend you could fake it till you make it. But no, um, I mentioned that you know you you kind of teed me up for something. So I don't know if you saw this. Um, so it's. It's kind of two topics rolled in one, as I like mm. to do sometimes. So you were saying that people don't like to come down here for the Bad Bunny, the Latino of it all. They're going to have a really big problem in 2060. <laughs> because by then, the projection is that Hispanics are going to be 26.9% of the population. In the country? Yes. Whereas now, <clears throat> they are 19%. So, so that's about 7% more. Yeah. So it's gonna, it's scheduled to grow. Mm-hmm. Saludame a ti, ti, dame selfie. Say, Say cheese. cheese. So yeah, um, they're saying that right now uh, the U.S. Latino population is about one in five Americans, and it's projected to become one in four according to the U.S. Census, Census Bureau uh, projections. Meanwhile, the non-Hispanic white population is projected to continue to decline from fifty-eight point nine percent that it is now to forty-four point nine percent by twenty sixty. So those people are going to have a very hard time just you know traveling anywhere, not just Miami, but the reason I bring that up is because I know you don't listen to the radio, but recently <laughs> there's a new radio station here in South Florida. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with any of the radio stations that are currently live at all. Other than Y100 and Power, Power 96? 96? Not really. Okay. And Hot so, 105? How, <laughs> okay, well. Is She's 103.5 still on? It's the beat, but yes, okay. 103.5, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a hip-hop station now, so yeah. So 93.9 was... It's, it was a 90 station, then it became... That was Planet Radio, right? Yeah. The iHeartMedia bought it. They turned it in... At first, it was a 90 station. Then it became like a top 40 station or what have you. It is now... So it was like 93.9 MIA. Now it is called Magic 93.9. Now, the name is misleading. Because Magic 93.9 is actually turning the format into an experiment by iHeartRadio based on, as they put it, the unique makeup of Miami. Mm-hmm. It is... Spanish language DJs, mm-hmm. but the music, although it says it's from like 80s and 90s, it's a blend of English language music and Spanish language music. Okay, good. So essentially, <clears throat> it's like our playlists. Right. <clears throat> like the other day I was listening and it was like Lionel Richie, Rod Stewart, Ana Gabriel, Madonna, Hall and Oates, yeah. so Ricky in, in, Martin. In essence, it's what our lives have sounded like exactly exactly so i just found that really interesting i was like oh shit it's like somebody's paying attention mm-hmm. you know and and is it's it like, only here it, from the article that i read it is the only one in the in the u.s as far as iHeartMedia mm-hmm. that they are actually doing so i think it is like a, a test project but i will say this i i have i only have two suggestions for them mm-hmm. number one they need to change the algorithm and, and it's only been live since like thanksgiving weekend mm-hmm. Right now, it's about like four English songs and one Spanish song. Mm-hmm. I say blend it a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? So it's not so marked, the, mm-hmm. the the changes. But I also think like, you know what? Go crazy. Go fucking crazy with it. If you're going to do this, like go balls to the wall with it. Like, you know what? When you play Shakira, never play her in English. Only play her in Spanish. Absolutely. <laughs> if you're going to play Ricky Martin, a private emotion, play the single, the, the video version. Like if you're going to play everything that was on the box. Mm-hmm. In the late 90s, right? Like, if you're going to do this, do it right. Don't play it safe. 
so and, I'm, glad you, I'm, glad because, you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because, because I don't listen to music based on language. I listen to music based on my good. taste. So, look, I understand, especially with music, you have to do what's marketable. <laughs> Record companies are behind this, making decisions. Yeah, radio slowly and, dying. And telling, telling artists what to do. I, you know, I've said this. I'm not the only person that says that. Let's take somebody like Shakira. Shakira's music in Spanish is infinitely better than her right. music in English. I understand why she crossed over to English. And it's it made and perfect it successful. Sense, and she was very successful. But Shakira's music in Spanish is incredible. It's poetry. In English, it's not. Right. It's, I would say, disposable pop. Ricky Martin. I love when you hear people that are not Latin be like, oh my God, Ricky Martin. He's was still a, around. Ricky, he's still around. Ricky Martin was a hot one hit wonder. Actually, no, bro. <laughs> Ricky Martin has been in our. In Clearly, our, you only visited Fort Lauderdale. Right. Yes. Ricky Martin has been in our lives since like I can remember, right? Ricky Martin's music is much better in Spanish than it is yeah. in English. That is why. I respect Maluma so much because Maluma is somebody who is in the top of his game. Maluma speaks perfect English and he has said several times, why am I going to make English music, right? Why? But but Maluma speaks perfect English, right? right, right. So he, if he wanted to, he could Tomorrow, do yeah. he could do a Spanish, uh, uh, a an English yeah. uh, album, but he hasn't because he, he has said, Maluma has said, why am I going to make an English record if my music is in Spanish. Right. And even when he had that song with Madonna, his his verses were in Spanish. Yeah. So I give him a lot of credit. I mean, we're also living in a different time. I give him a lot of credit that he has stayed true to his roots. And I just think that when these Spanish artists cross over to English, and again, I understand why they did it. Their music is watered down and it's just not as good. And um and yeah, no, I'm 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 really happy that Spanish music, especially like popular Spanish music, current yeah, yeah, Spanish yeah. music, has been played been played on pop radio, you know, on yeah, regular radio, top forty radio. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we're not the Latin community, we're not two or three people anymore. We make up a a, a, a chunk. So you know, we always talk about well, our, where are we being represented, and you know, our, our voices being heard, and you know, our identity and all that. Well, you know what? One of the ways you do it is by music. Music is a universal yeah. language. I mean, there's a lot of songs that I listen to in in French, yes. in freaking German that yeah. I have in my in my playlist. Korean in Korean, you know, BTS um, in Korean. And when music is good, it's good. Yeah. So I've never understood this whole thing with American radio that how dare you play a Spanish song. You well, know? I mean, I understand it from a from just a stupid, narrow-minded perspective. But yeah, it's like I would say, it's like I, we're not 50-50, we're 100-100. And it's not like when I'm going down the, the radio dial or on my playlist, on whatever, it's not like at some point I'm like, well, I'm going to be Hispanic now, so let me listen to the Spanish. But you know what? I'm going to be American okay, now. But, like, but, but, but it, you know what? It's, it's just, it just is. I think it's very short-sighted because let me tell you this. When Ricky Martin... You know, years ago when um, este, uh, La Vida Loca mm -hmm. made it big. You know, he had a, a run there for like two or three years where he was enormous yeah. in in English radio on MTV. You know, Los Americanos loved Ricky Martin. So they couldn't get enough. Okay, that would have been a perfect time to be like, you know what? We're going to play Maria on the radio, which Maria right. was in a huge international Gigantic. single. You know, or La Copa de la Vida. For God's sake, that was like the, 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 the World Cup the anthem. The World Cup anthem yeah. that was an 
Well, awesome song. Nobody gives a fuck about the World Cup in the U.S. That's right, but that, but that song was an international hit. Right, right. That would have been the perfect time to be like, okay, this guy's hot right now. Here's what Let, we're gonna do. Let's let's play his his like really good. Hispanic and he has a catalog. Songs. He has a ca- but right. like those songs that were international hits, right, 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 and were still pretty recent at that time. Now would be a good time to start playing this stuff on radio and see where it goes. They never did that, right? You know, um, and and again, like Shakira is one that like. <laughs> Really frustrates me. It's marketedly as different. you said, her her lyrics in Spanish are poetry. They are, you know, they absolutely, especially are. of her earlier records. And then you know we get stuck with whenever. She wolf. I don't even mind she wolf whenever, forever. You know, my breasts are small and humble, so you don't compare them with mountains. It's that's not a good song. It's not. I'm sorry. It's underneath not. your clothes. Oh. You don't like that song? That song is awful. Really? Awful. Absolutely awful. Just, I think it's actually her worst song. Really? Yes. Uh, underneath your clothes. Uh, there's an uh, endless story. Uh, there's a. There's, there's, a, there's a, the man I love. There's my territory. And all the things I deserve for being such a good girl. Like, really? You're the girl who, you're the same person who wrote Inovidable, who, wore, who wrote um, Esta Ojos Así, and you're talking about uh, oh, for being such a good the girl. The translation, honey. the English version of Ojos Así is terrible. Is awful. Oh my God. I had eyes like, okay. Knocking down windows and doors, yet I haven't seen eyes like yours. Okay, listeners, this is oh. hilarious. This is actually really funny. When I first got Alexa, I love the song Ojos Así by Shakira. It's one of my favorite songs. Whenever I would request, hey, Alexa, play Ojos Así by Shakira, she wouldn't understand it. <laughs> so finally, I figured out that I had to say, Alexa, play O-H-O-A-S-I by Shakira, and she would understand it. <laughs> O-H-O, I had to go, like, ho-ho, like, ho-ho, Merry Christmas. I had to go, ho ho ASI by Shakira. And she'd play it. And she'd play it. But if I said Ojos Así by Shakira, Alexa wouldn't play it. And I'm like, Alexa, you need to learn some Spanish. Well, mira, por en esa parte, my car has always been bilingual because yeah. the minute that I had it, I would say, call Darian. Calling Darian Borges. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was always Borges. Right. Well, yeah. but did you request Shakira? I did not. I did not. Mm. No. So, so we don't know. We don't know. Underneath your clothes, it's a pretty song. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com bike slash rentals. You know the yeah, only it's a pretty re- song. you know the only really good song Shakira has in, in English? Objection Tango? No. <laughs> I, I like that song. Hips Don't Lie. And why is Hips Don't Lie so good? Well, because, because it sounds of, like her older stuff. No, because it was a Jerry Rivera sample. sample. 
and Wyclef John. That's why that song is so good. So we're taking it back to the Caribbean, you know. We're taking it back to the sample of, yeah. of, of old school. Yeah. yeah, we're taking it back to, yeah. you know, Spanish, you know, and all that. Spanish influence, yeah. Right, because, uh, again, underneath your clothes, really? I like it. Objection, I don't want to be the Oh, objection. I like Objection Tango. Oh, no. no, but you know what, though? Again, I like Objection Tango because Objection Tango did not sound like anything else okay, on the radio. but standalone... It's not that they're bad songs, but when you compare them oh, to no, 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 no. her yeah. catalog, it, they're terrible. They're, they're down the list. They're terrible. I'm sorry. I don't like English Shakira. I just don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't like English Shakira. So. Oh, that's such a good song. That's such a good song. Oh, that song is so good. No encuentro forma ninguna de olvidarte porque... Seguir atándome. It's what? Mm, I don't remember. Ino- inevitable. Anyway. Look yeah. at you with the sugar. So yeah, so I think you should take a listen to the to the station if for no other reason than to see what they throw at you. it's called magic? It's called Can it be magic. called magia? That's the thing. But that's that's almost... <laughs> magic 1093. I think it's like, like, you know... Like oldies. 70s, 80s, and yeah. today. Yeah. It's, and then I all, just dated myself. You did. All the DJs are, are speaking in Spanish. So now it would be like aughts, tens, and today. That sounds stupid. I know, right? Because I remember when we were kids. They probably in, say like from the 2000s to today. I remember when we were kids in the 80s. It was like the 60s, 70s, the and 50s. Today. Not even the 60s. Okay, well, no, no, no. I'm no, no, sorry. No. But in the 80s, they weren't playing 50s music. On Magic? Yes, they were. On I'm talking about Coast. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, what were okay. you listening to? Magic. What is Magic? Magic 102.7. It's the oldie station. No, no, no. I don't listen to Oldie Station. I would listen to, you know, that one. The Right. But remember, as a kid, I'm in the car with my parents who grew up mostly in this country. No, <laughs> no as a kid, I would be in the car with my parents listening to FM and Oenti. Right. Betty Pino. Right. <laughs> you, ha- you have Peluqueria Rock. You yes. know who Betty Pino was? Of course I know who Betty Pino was. Yeah. We used she to passed even, away so long Yeah, ago. We even used to go to Aplauso Noventido, which was like the radio station's award show. You did? I did, and I saw Lucia Mendes sing Sacabo in the Maria Elena <gasps> dress. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. In 1992. Oh, please tell me that you have a picture of that. No, I didn't. Damn it. I, I mean, I was really, I was really, really young. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping, because that's like iconic, and then there's no, iconic. But, but also, in the early, ni- actually, in the 90s, they, um, they really wouldn't let you take a camera to, to a concert. Oh, that's true. I remember when I went to see yeah, Mariah Carey right. in the Music Box tour, November third, nineteen ninety three. They did not let me take the camera in. Yeah, because back then it was a camera. It wasn't like now. Yeah, no, but now you could take a camera and they won't. Put now it. you could take a drone. And no, like, now you could show up with a camera crew. <laughs> you can be like, all right, oh, everybody gonna take it? Sure. Mientras que pagaron con lo que cuestan los tickets. Remember when we went to see Mariah in the Rainbow tour? Yes, I do. That's when yeah. she saw you. She did. And she did. I, I took a hundred. I took like 10 rolls of film. Like I just like pressed the button of the camera. I was like, dee, 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 dee. the shutter is like. Dee, dee, dee. And that is, you know what? I'll fight anybody who says that that didn't happen. But it did. I know. So. But so, again, that's one of those things where it's like, eso no es cuento tuyo because I was there. So how is everybody? It's a box. Televisión musical que, que tú controlas. That's what I'm saying. I'm the, I'm, listen, the box introduced me to so much music. I wouldn't know it moñoñón if it wasn't <laughs> because of the box. But that's what I mean. Like, if you're going to do this radio station and you're, and you're using Miami as the test market, if you're focusing on 80s and 90s, like, just do it. Like, oh, like shit. You know what the box who I loved? What was his name? Javier Garcia. Quédate. 
un Bien. ratico y después te bajas para de correr. Tranquila. Tranquila. Oh my god. I was like, wait, I know this song. I, but that, that, play that. I went and bought. Do you know how many CDs I bought because of the, because of the songs that I listened to on the box? I believe it. I mean, in in an alternate universe, they're still playing on Break My Heart by Tony Braxton. I mean, it was on for about six months. Non-stock. I, th I think that, you know how they say that the, the signal into outer space takes longer? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a couple years ago, they were mm -hmm. just getting I Love Lucy. There's going to be about a year where all they're going to get is Unbreak My okay, Heart so and, let's see. and so My Heart will go on. Listeners, so one of you who, who remember the box here in Miami, was the box everywhere in the country? So here's, that's what I was just about to ask you, because I know the box was European. Yes. But I don't know how far in, into the U.S. I don't it know got. how I ended up in the studios of the box in South Beach. I went one time, and I don't know why I went. But I was there. I don't know why I went. What was their studio? I th their studio was in South Beach, and it no. was in some random building. And I went, I think it was because of my cousin. But they didn't have original programming. What were they studios? No, but it was like their offices. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Like, what's the studio? What did they use no, studio No, it was their for? offices. Um, somebody had to pick up the phone. Oh, you're right. You're right. So let's see. What did they play the most in the box? So for, I mean, I hope a lot of you remember the box, but for those of you who don't remember the box, yes. it was a it was a music channel that you would call in and request videos. And then in the bottom of the, the screen It was like a video jukebox. Yeah, they would play they would have That's the name of the video and the number, and then you would call in and punch the number and the video that you requested in a few minutes would, would go on out. queue, yeah. But what happened was that whenever really popular songs would <laughs> like would be around People kept would keep requesting the same song. Right. So let's think about some of the songs that just were on for about okay. 10 years. All right. Maria. Maria. I'm breaking my heart. Yeah. I'm breaking my heart. My heart will go on. Yes. Um, what else? That's how I first found Aqua after Barbie Girl. Okay. So there was a little rotate. The Spice Girls had a lot of. Yes. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The box had to have been everywhere because the Spice Girls had that whole. The whole promo. The whole promo. Yes. Of, yes. They were them recording uh, a wannabe. Wan right. Okay. So who else? I saw a lot of Mata Sanche on the box. There was a lot of Mata Sanche. A lot Sanche. of Mili from Puerto Rico. A lot of DLG. A lot of DLG. A lot of DLG. Yeah. We're missing our favorites. What? The Meremburi Girls. The Meremburi <laughs> Girls. Okay, <laughs> listeners, listeners, if you're from Miami, okay, I'm going to make this a little video. Okay, right, okay. All right. If you are from Miami or South Florida and you remember the Meremburi Girls, drop a comment below. Because if you remember the Meremburi Girls, you know exactly. It's one of those, if you know, you know. Like, you'll know exactly, you know, the, what was it? The Meremburi The Meremburi mix. mix. The yeah. Meremburi. <laughs> they sang like disco songs. And it, it was just, you had to be there. You had to watch it. So if you don't know who the Meremburi Girls are, just go to YouTube and look up Meremburi Girls. Yes. I, they only had one video. So I want to add to that. If you know one of the Meremburi Girls, tag them in the comments below. Because that would be awesome. Listen, if there's a Meremburi Girl, I will bring her on the show. I would totally. Are, are we going to reunite the Meremburi Girls? <laughs> Pero let me tell you, reunite the Meremburi Girls. You can ring my bell. Ring my bell. I remember, was it, were we... I think it was where we would print the newspaper or Met something booty girls. that had like one of their their promo shots and those autographed by the Met and Booty Girls. I'm sure that the Met and Booty Girls autographed the, had a picture in the autograph wall at Hot Wheels. 
Oh, and now it's closing. Yeah, but it's becoming something else. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It, there's a little bit of drama behind that. Oh, it, it's, okay. The, the skating rink is not closing. It's just it's changing ownership. Oh. Yeah, it's still going to be there. It's going to be called like Miami Roller Rink now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because I was ready to go and take pictures. But then I was like, no, it's they're just changing the name. Oh. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. So we made a big deal about nothing. No, but you know what though? When they when they did do that event, so it, it was uh, Thunder Wheels. It was Hot Wheels when we were when we were kids. Right, but Thunder Wheels Thunder was the current iteration. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, if you're from Miami, you yeah, know exactly that, what we're talking about. That's where Jose about. Sejolio, uh, Thunder Wheels was um, the current iteration, mm-hmm. and it's closing. But the, the space is very iconic. It's been mm-hmm. open for over thirty years as a skating rink. Yep. I mean, we went there as kids, yep. and uh, there was, you know, if you're from Miami and you you have a Hot Wheels memory. You have a Hot Wheels or memory. A Thunder or Wheels a Thunder Wheels memory. memory. Yeah. There's somebody's was it Super birthday Wheels or at one point too. I don't know. A lot of wheels. I remember when I was a kid, we had to go to Sunrise to go to the Sunrise Ice Skating. I never went center. to that. Oh, I did. I never went to, to that because because you went to the white school. <laughs> no, no, no. I went with my aunt. Oh, I thought it was like for birthday parties. Oh my parties. gosh, I went with my aunt Janet, who's amazing. She's awesome. Um, she's so politically incorrect. She, she is the definition of somebody who we could never have her on this show. Let's just put it that way. She is the definition of IDGF. Yeah. I mean, definition. I don't... IDGF. And I remember that the day that we went, there were figure skaters rehearsing. (laughs) They were rehearsing on the ice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, And she just went and bumped into them. She's like, she couldn't skate. Oh, she just bumped into them. And she knocked them down. I was like, Janet, that could have been like, you know... You know, Olympic. Yeah, you know, Nancy hopeful. Kerrigan or somebody. Yeah, I, Nancy Kerrigan had other problems at that time. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, so bring back the box. I, I'm saying, or at least Magic ninety three nine embrace the box of it all and play that music on the station. There was a lot of Mili from Puerto Rico. <laughs> there was a lot of Mili. Minerva, estoy llorando. Monica Naranjo, eh, sopo contraid, sopa contraid, <laughs> gaja. <laughs> I can never say it. So back on Trayad, Digo. SPC. Oh, oh, you know who I got really into? Alejandro Fernandez. <gasps> That's true. I feel yes. like Alejandro Fernandez and Alejandro Sanz. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hello, amiga mia. Yeah. Uh, the best song ever. Th- let's talk about Alejandro Sanz for a minute. Okay. Corazón Partido. It's such a good song. Is one of the greatest songs ever. And if you don't like Alejandro Sanz, don't listen Just to our fast podcast. Just fast forward. Like, fast forward this section. <laughs> fast forward. Just go. Like... Corazón Patio, man. That is such a good song. That is that is like that's you know a what that, that is I think the epitome of like an unassuming song. Of how good it is? Because it's not like it doesn't try to beat you over the head with the with like the the the, the melody or the music or anything. It's just very mellow and it kind of just creeps up on you and washes over you and then it leaves. Mm-hmm. And then you don't really know what happened, but you're like, Damn, listen, that was we've good. talked about all this time about the box, and we haven't talked about the Talia of it all. <gasps> the Talia videos that played on the box were Amandote, Amandote, Gracias a Dios, yes. and Amor a la Mexicana. Yep. Because Pien Morena, I think Pien Morena was mm. out before the box yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before yeah, yeah. we got in on our cable. Th- those three were like prime Talia. And on I would the box. say that of those three, the one that played the most was uh, Gracias a Dios. Yeah. Yeah. I just closed my eyes and I saw her in the black wig. Yeah. Yeah. And then we didn't have the other one. No. Paulina. No. She didn't. No, none of her videos were really on the box. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just trying to think. I'm like, yeah, it's weird. I mean, listen, 
you want to talk about when people think of blondes um, competing against each other, they think about Bernie and Christina. Uh, so, so, they got nothing on Talia and, and Paulina. And Paulina, but you know, you got to be Latin to, to That's know right. that one. That's but, right. You have to have had the box. Yeah, the box. Yeah. Televisión musical que tú controlas. <laughs> and then, you know, for every great song, there was a horrible song that you still, that I know is horrible, but I think I look at it, especially now through nostalgia glasses. The, was the song about coffee and ice cream. In Spanish? That's horrible. But when I hear it, it makes me smile. Yeah. Because I think, no, because it, it it takes me back to, you know, the time of the box. Okay. We've done enough. We've talked enough about, about the, the box. box. All right. Television. <laughs> if anybody wants us for a documentary on the box, we're available. Yeah. I mean, we can't talk about the top of the pops because we're not British. <laughs> no. Man, I'm sure that the British equivalent of Pero Let Me Tell You, oh, it's man. probably like, mate. <laughs> they talk about top of the pops so much. <laughs> mate, let's talk about it. <laughs> mate, let's talk about it. <sighs> well, we have some biscuits and uh, some tea. They probably talk a lot about top of the pops and like Blue Peter. <laughs> Wait, was Blue Peter? It was some children's show. Oh, was that the one of... No, not the one of like... Eh. <laughs> right, because our <laughs> listeners are going to know what it is. It's some video that went viral some years ago that I'm, I'm fulano, I'm fulana, whatever. Never mind, never mind. It's not worth going there. It's not, not worth going there. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. And that's okay. That is quite all right. So are we thirsty? We are thirsty. So it is last soda time. It is all this soda. box talk made us. It, wait, that's what it was called. Box talk. That is what it was called. All this box talk. <laughs> okay, who is in who is in programming that could bring back the box? It, it, nobody would do it now. It just. It, 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 why would you? Why would you call and and order and pay for a video that you could just watch for free on YouTube? I know, but it was so good. Was, That's the thing. Is like it just again, wouldn't make sense. El Moñoñon wouldn't be in my my That's life true. if I didn't have That's the box. That's true. Just gonna thank the box for that. For, for Moñoñon. Remember by Mili? There was a lot of Mili, and after a while, all the Mili just ran together. <laughs> Christmas is here, the time of year we start baking for family and friends. So many recipes out there call for water, but substituting milk makes a much richer tasting treat. O sea, nobody leaves Anticlo water in cookies. It's not just baked goods either. From hot chocolate, flan, or coquito, so many holiday treats are irresistible because of dairy. This holiday season, find the perfect recipe by visiting floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com. Feliz Navidad from your Florida dairy farmers, and pero let me tell you, Anyway, bueno, it's time it's for soda time. our last soda. Yes. So I actually wanted to give a last soda and have a little chat about okay. somebody who passed away this year. Because, you know, one of the things that we always try to do here on our show is, mm -hmm. you know, the whole listen, laugh, and learn. We've we've done a lot of laughing. Yes. Um, so this is the learn part okay. of it. And um, this week, Henry Kissinger died. Oh, yes. And he yes, was 100. Yes. And... He was one of these people that has a very, very polarizing legacy. Some people think he was a statesman. He, that well, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people think he's a he's war criminal. Yeah. So when you have somebody who 
one group of people thinks he is literally a mass murderer and a war criminal, but on the other hand, got the Nobel Peace Prize and is so. But it's people like that that you want to read on, right? And you right, want to right. learn about. If you elicit I, those reactions, I'm, I'm not going to litigate his case one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you this: so Henry Kissinger was the. Um, I thought he was already dead. So. Well, he was 100. Um, Henry Kissinger was a Secretary of State under the Nixon administration. So obviously he had a really, really big role in uh, American foreign policy pertaining to specifically the Vietnam War. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, huge role. And, you know, the Vietnam War, I mean, that was before our time. So a lot of times when I hear people say that things are really bad now and, and, and all that, well, they are, they are, there's a lot of conflict going on right now, but I never lose perspective and sight that there have been eras in our country uh, of extreme conflict. Mm-hmm. And the Vietnam war was one of them because, you know, actually I was having this conversation with my um, father and my uncle during Thanksgiving, actually, you know, I, I was telling him, look from the mid sixties, like sort of early ish to mid sixties, to the mid seventies, you had the assassination of right. John Kennedy, uh, John F. Kennedy, <clears throat> of Robert Kennedy, of Martin Luther King, and you had the Vietnam War. Yeah, and you know you had the riots in um, uh, uh, Watts, where a bunch of students were killed by oh, the National um, Guard. Uh, is it Tiananmen? No, that's no, uh, no. Sorry, no. When you said National Guard, never mind. No. National Guard. It was uh, was it in Oklahoma? I forgot. I, I forgot the state where students were protesting the Vietnam War and they were killed by the National Guard. So this was a very very era of conflict. Horrible time. Yeah, the civil rights in the United, right? all, in all the that, United yeah. States. The civil rights movement. There was a lot that went on. Um, so you you got to keep that perspective, and. Um, Henry Kissinger was sort of the architect in terms of foreign policy of the Vietnam War. And, you know, on the one hand, he's given credit for uh, diplomatic relations that sort of ended the Vietnam War. But on the other hand, Mm -hmm. he is also one of the architects that led to the bombing in Cambodia, which thousands and thousands of people died. And then that set the course to other atrocities and things mm-hmm. like that. So again, a very polarizing figure and I'm not going to litigate his case one way or the other. Um, but I, I mentioned him in terms of our last soda mm-hmm. moment. So, you know, you can go to our listeners, you can go and read upon him and you can go and, and um, you know, whether it's Wikipedia or whatever, just learn a little bit about him. Um, and you make your decision on how you see him and what you see or don't you see. Because even just now that um, they've, they've been reporting on, on his death, mm-hmm. you know, you read some articles that it's like, oh, Henry Kissinger, iconic and legendary state uh, statesman, uh, yeah. statesman, you know, uh, dies at 100, Rolling Stone. Henry Kissinger, warmonger, and you know, mass killer, right. you know, dead out of hundred. So when you have somebody again that's so polarizing, that makes me want to know more about that yeah, person. They're definitely so, an interesting person. So I invite people who maybe don't know a lot about him, but maybe you just have heard the name, but don't know right. exactly what he did or what he didn't do, um, to just go read upon him and and learn a little bit about our history. So yep. he did more than just get taken by Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, yes. 
Okay, it took me a second. <laughs> really? You are like, the, after Elizabeth Holmes, I think you're the person who knows the most about Elizabeth I Holmes. Could, I could be an expert witness uh, in the Elizabeth Holmes trial. Like, I know so much about Elizabeth Holmes. I think Holmes. if they ever need a proxy, like if she can't make it to something, yeah. they should just call you. Yeah, I mean, they should use me as a consultant next time they do a movie about her <laughs> documentary. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Holmes. No, it's like, hi, I've never met any of these people. I had no stake in this, but I've, I... I have listened to every... Okay, when you look up Elizabeth Holmes on Google and it shows you videos of her, I've seen every single video. Like, I've seen every single video. I've seen every single documentary that's been done of her, both in the United States and and, um, internationally. (laughs) I've read every article. I've heard every every, uh, podcast on her. I'm an expert witness on Elizabeth Holmes. Well, well, you know, should that ever come up, we will keep that in mind. (laughs) Should we ever have that need... I mean, I think we should just have, you know, a, a special series on Elizabeth Holmes. And for those of you who don't know who Elizabeth Holmes I think is, they know who I am. Um, you know, she's the one who is currently in jail um, yeah. for Theranos. A whole, yeah, the whole debacle. Debacle thing, you know. Yes. All right. So my Blood last work. soda, my last soda is tied to somebody who's gotten the last soda previously, I think, a couple times. Wait, hold on. Back to the box. You know what song I just thought about what? that I would have never, ever known if it wasn't for the box? El camina como quiere. Y luce como quiere. I would have never, ever listened to Albita. Ever. That's true. And here she was on the box. That's true. And that was prime Albita. Yeah. That okay, was like recién llegada Albita. So, recién llegada Albita is prime Albita. <laughs> yeah, it is. She was, you know, she was fresh off, uh, off the plane. Um, so, my last soda like I was saying, it's tied back to somebody who I think I've given the last soda to twice, but I'm not giving it to her. My last soda, because I feel like these people need some refreshing in their life. They clearly have just, they have a bad taste in their mouth. I'm going to give it to the people who dared, who dared to criticize National Treasure Dolly Parton's performance. I heard about this as a, a on Thanksgiving Cal, as a Day. Dallas. Uh, have you seen the pictures? I have. She looked great. She looked phenomenal. Okay, first of all, it's very clearly she's wearing like a flesh colored. Like she's not having her midriff. Well, it out has there. diamonds. Like right. It, I, I mean, mean, you can tell it's like it's like Britney, you know, level things, right? Yes. I mean, it's covered. It's covered. It's very clearly covered. She's wearing pantyhose or whatever. How dare you? criticize our national treasure our national treasure first of all but second of all you know what you can't this this is the thing that and then you know look i'm a guy i i know that i have i i don't want to take up the space of women and everything but this is the type of bullshit that women i think just this is kind of what they mean when women say like they can't win right well, but was it mostly women criticizing well no no, no 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 i'm saying this is what this is what women mean when they say like they can't win here's a woman who has talent upon talent upon talent has done so much good in her life and she for her own reasons at the start of her career and moving forward decided that she's going to package it up in this barbie doll image right great we've we all we all bought into it Takes a lot of money to look that cheap yes we all bought into it we love it it's part of the dolly package you cannot criticize her then when she's 77 years old still owning that character caricature that she created that she uses because she knows you can't handle her in any other way. She knows that in order for her, you to quote unquote take her seriously, she has to show up as the dumb blonde. Mm-hmm. And she's going to subvert that trope. And she's in on the joke. She created the joke. Yeah. Right? Also, this is a woman who has helped fund COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. 
the, the her library that donates. I, don't I know still how many, get books from her. That, that, that donates. I don't know how many books, books for to, yeah. to children. Since Tristan was born, uh, do we you get know, the books? You know what she did with all the royalties that she's gotten from "I Will Always Love You." Mm-hmm. She put that money back into under underserved Black communities. Mm-hmm. So this is a woman who has done more. She the, Dollywood exists because she bought that used yeah. to be another theme park called Silver Dollar. No sé qué cosa. She bought it, renovated it, so that she could create work in the area that she's from. So you know what? No. You don't get to criticize someone who has done so much with her life just because you think a 77-year-old should be, what, I don't know, crocheting in a, in right, a rocking but, but chair somewhere? The, the problem is that she could find the cure to all the diseases in the world. There's still people who are going to be haters or are going to be right. troll. You know, And she's um, going to do it dressed like Dolly Parton. And, I mean, so in, in that argument, it doesn't matter what her accolades are. Like, people are still just going to talk shit. They're going to talk shit. Right, you know? they're going to talk shit, yeah. you know, as, as, as we say here, man. Um, because they just have to say something. Right. And, yeah, I saw that. Whoopi Goldberg tore them apart. Fellow, the, fellow uh, national treasure. On The View. She was like, she said something weird to me. She's like, how dare you? Like, how she was mad. Like, she was yeah. mad. How dare you go out of your way to criticize this woman? Yeah. You know, she was like, she was pissed. Yeah. Like, she I, sent everybody to hell. Like, I mean, as, as you should, because, again... She is someone who. Do you think that she wakes up in the morning like that? Right. There's but, Dolly. But, but there's there's lowercase Dolly and there's capital again, D Dolly. Think, right. What I think is I mean, so well, insane capital about double this D Dolly. is that she was wearing the Dallas Cowboy uh, cheerleader outfit at a Cowboys but it game. It was clearly she was not showing her stomach. Right. Her midriff. Which, if she wanted to, she could have. But what I'm saying girl. is, in terms of you know these people that were outraged, it's like. It was clearly right. Covered, she's covered. She's covered, covered with like you know with her usual dolly with, cleavage with like crystal studs yeah. or whatever, right? Rhinestones. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so clearly she was covered, right? Right. And it, it's funny because when I first saw the image mm-hmm. that I saw, it was a little bit of a further, further right? Yeah, away. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I hadn't seen it up close, so I hadn't seen the rhinestones. Mm-hmm. I knew that she was covered because Dolly Parton doesn't show doesn't show her skin her aside skin. from her cleavage. She That's doesn't it. show anything That's else. All we see so is Dolly. Like, Dolly Parton is not showing her stomach, but right. she never does. She doesn't right. even show her arms. No, Mm-mm. right? And there's a lot of different theories on why she doesn't. They say she's all tatted up. Um, but did she? I forget. In nine to five, did she show her arms? I think she did. There may have been one scene where she's like in a nighty. Or like no, what I mean, her arms. I mean, like her forearms. I'm not even talking about like no, no, no. She's in, but but I think I think one scene she was in a ninety. But anyway, people are just gonna talk crap. Of oh, it's probably in the best little whorehouse. National icon, national treasure, I mean, Dolly Parton. I mean, if I would. So you know what, you people, you all need a soda so you can chill the fuck out. I wouldn't give them a soda. You give them a gasless one. I wouldn't gasless. No, I would. Give them, I would give them a smoothie de vinagre. <laughs> que soda, que, que soda. <laughs> All right, you got a vinegar smoothie. What you you were mean to Dolly Parton? Oh, here you get a crisp, refreshing soda. No, you know what? You're right. You don't need refreshment. You're you right. Shame. You know what? Shame. You, you know what you get? You know what you get? You get the Beverly. No, even that's cold. The, oh, still? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. That's your wax. Batido de vinagre. Okay, you you get a vinegar milkshake, and I would I will put ice in it and make it really frothy, so it tastes you. You just can't drink it like a shot. You can't chug it. You know, you have to like. Really sit down. You have to down. suffer through it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yes. Yeah, I put a little Worcestershire sauce in there. Shit, attack national treasure like that <laughs> for owning up. Yeah, Dolly Parton. 
So that may forward. Anyway, that's like right now. Madonna's on tour, and mm-hmm. um, she, uh, you know, there are, she's touring Europe right now. She's going to be here in the United States next year. Yep. And so, you know, there's a lot of videos on Instagram and all that. And I love the people are like, oh, because look at her dancing. She can't dance like she did in the 80s. And it's like, well, yeah, she's 65. Right, like, yeah. I can't dance like I did in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> 80s. I can't dance like I did in the 2010s. <laughs> you know? It, it's like, what do you expect? Like, what do you expect? Right. What do you expect? Right. You know, you know, Sean from Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. Right. Just be happy that, you know, even if you don't like her, okay, she's in her 60s, she's still around, she still dances and moves well. Yeah, I mean. You know, maybe not like when she was 25. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, and can we also remember that she had a hip replacement? Yes. I mean, so, she almost died right. like four months ago. So, you know, so, she's so still like, better, doing better than so you. So, it's like, que quiere la gente? Que quiere la gente? They just have to talk shit. They have yeah, to go and online and say and stuff. You know, most of the people who say that shit are, are white people who don't even have rhythm, so I don't want to hear it. All I need. Okay, you know what? The rhythm. Oh, Enrique was on the box a lot too. That is one exception. Enrique's better in. I like Enrique. In the English. one exception, we have to talk about it because we, okay, okay, to close it out. We, okay. have to, we have to we have to adhere. Let's let's talk about Enrique's Spanish songs. Okay. Well, when you say it like that, please. Bailamos. That song, that song is great. Yeah. Bailamos is great. He, I, you know what? It's funny. Because tonight I'm loving you. Oh, that song's so good. Oh, and Rhythm Divine is great. Oh, that's the one oh, with the ostrich need. in the video, right? With that said, Hero is a terrible song. It is. The only good thing about Hero is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, the video. He does sound constipated. Okay, okay. He can't sing. He's not a good singer, yeah. No. To say kind. he's not a great singer is to I said good. I didn't say great. I said good. Not a good. Okay, <laughs> he can't sing. So it's like you know, just just do the Selena Gomez of it all. Just stay flat, and it's okay. We'll like your songs, right? Yeah. You don't need range. You're Enrique Iglesias. Like yeah, you got other things. Yeah. It's Although not, I will say Selena Gomez was never the same after the scene. Yeah. No. Esta noche bailamos. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking of. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Quédate conmigo. <laughs> okay, but really, that song is great. That is a great song. Tonight we dance. Okay, he's the one. He's the exception he's the to exce- the rule. He's the exception that proves the rule. He's the only exception. He's the- <laughs> On that note, everybody, bueno, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your cafecito. Uh, join us next week. Try to look for videos of the box on yes. YouTube. <laughs> and again, Men and Booty Girls, let Men us know. Booty, Men and Booty Girls. Yes. Yes. So, we will do a Men and Booty reunion if you get enough of them. I will do whatever the Men and Booty Girls want. I will wash your dishes. <laughs> no, but they want you to I'm relax. Gonna tell them to, no, I'm going to tell them you relax while I put away the dishes. <laughs> you got to know the mega mix. Uh, after this, they will. You can ring my... Like, I wonder what made them go... Their producer was like, let's do 70s like, like salsa, disco songs. Salsa disco. Right? It worked. Anyway, everybody, have a great week. See you next week. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex. 
the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 